Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. There's always work, by the way, for senior attorneys if you're able to look at other markets and different types of firms. You quickly realize that the opportunities out there for people are endless. And to find a healthy firm is very important if you don't have any business. And, and again, people that go to very successful good schools and things become very successful many times. I, was, I went to University of Chicago and uh, I'm amazed like how successful some people in my class are. I just, it's not, I never would have imagined when I was younger. But why are people so successful from these schools? It's not because something, it's, it's not that the schools are teaching something very special. There's nothing special you learn, oh, maybe at MIT or something, but I mean, there's nothing special you're going to learn at the University of Chicago or Duke or whatever when you go to a school like that. It's the people that get into those schools worked really hard and got into those schools and they were already successful before they started. Harvard, people that go to Harvard, like the whole idea of Harvard or Stanford or these really super or Yale or something, the reason people are successful to come out of there is just by getting in, they become, they have to be set up to be extraordinary. And so it's just, these people are very successful before they even started. Some of the most successful people, Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates were so successful that they were on such a fast track that when they got into these schools, they dropped out because they were constrained. They were already like freaking on fire. The school didn't teach them anything. That's what they had. And so it's the same thing. If you really want to want the business, you're going to figure out how to get it. And you're going to be like the same thing. You're going to be already on fire and you'll get it. People that want something, get it. I don't care what you want to do. You can do anything you want to do. And that's part of the biggest thing I want to tell you is anything that you want is yours. You just have to be focused and want it and write it down and and concentrate on that goal. And then everything will, the universe will conspire to make it happen for you. It's just how it works. Most people don't do that. Most people don't have goals, but your goal needs to be to get business. And if you, if that's your goal, you'll figure out how to get it done. That's all I can tell you. And, And it's going to give you control over your career. So the other thing you can do is if you're a senior associate and you decide you don't want to do business, you don't want to go in house, is just find a healthy firm. And this is a lot of what I do for a living. This is something I'm an expert in. It's pretty much 99, 90% plus of what I do. People are in firms that they don't like and they want to find another firm. I find this much more interesting than much more fun in a lot of ways, helping people get into these firms, then I would love to teach people to get business. But unfortunately, that's not a, something I can scale. There's a, maybe there is, probably is. But, I, but the point is that I'm very good at finding healthy firms for associates and partners without business. The reason is because there's so many law firms out there. If you're a senior associate somewhere and you're at a firm where there's no business and they don't want you and you're an expert in some type of law, of course, I can find you a place. You have to be open to looking at a lot of places, but of course I can. So it's not it just, there's always going to be a place that's interested in you. And it's quite possible. And it's not, again, it's not hard. None of this is hard. What's hard, by the way, what's very funny, and I'll just make this point is if you have an expertise, I don't care what it is, but you're an expert in something, you just don't look like a generalist and your resume is consistent, you can get tons of jobs. There's no, it doesn't matter. I don't care where you went to law school because there's so many firms out there. There's literally firms, there's tens of thousands of law firms. There's over 40,000 law firms. I work with 35,000. I mean, it's, the numbers are staggering. Now, most recruiters, by the way, just so you understand like the difference between what I'm saying, most recruiters, the way the business has always worked, and it's not how 
a BCG works, the way the business is, and again, I'm not trying to plug the company here, but we're on a placement firm. The way the business works is most recruiters will work with a couple firms or they'll work with big firms primarily, or they'll work with, they'll have a handful of, of smaller firms, but most recruiters work with the most prestigious firms for the most prestigious candidates. And if you're not one of those people and you apply, they're like, oh, sorry, I can't help you. Your grades weren't good enough. Or, and that's just absolutely insane. If you run a company like I do with 200 plus employees and you have the kind of data we have and the research and the historical, you quickly realize that the opportunities out there for people are endless. But most people do not believe in that. So they think, oh, I should only apply to five or six firms, which recruiters will tell them because that's all the opportunities they have. But there's so many freaking opportunities. It's just unbelievable. Like one of the first placements I made is I think it was at a K&L Gates. It was a securities partner with no business. He hadn't worked in five years. And he got him a job in Seattle that needed someone to be a personal securities attorney for Bill Gates. Or I think, no, the securities attorney, I don't know, left and he is something like that. But this is what happened. And because he was securities and he was a securities partner, he'd started a business, I think, in Russia called Yankee Baby making diapers or something and moved back to Chicago and needed a job. And we did a nationwide search and found him this job. Not too long ago, I was placing people, and it's not as popular now, but North Dakota, because there was so much work and trust in the states and all these things. For, and in these markets, there's a lot of fracking going on. I've been working with a real estate partner in Detroit, and, and he had a good education. One time, worked in a large law firm, needed a job, and and wanted to go to Palm Beach. And and I told him, no, the Detroit market is exploding. And he said, and I told him, because there's so much real estate work there, most firms there will take you seriously even with no business. And this is what people say to me all the time. They think they understand things. And again, I do not understand things perfectly. I understand some things I, I don't under, but I did understand that market. And I told them there's so many openings there that they need people to do the work. And he wasn't hearing of it and he found it hard to believe. And he said he saw people from those firms around town and be embarrassed if he applied to any of them. And he wouldn't put themselves out there like that. That's the other thing people think. It's embarrassing if I apply to more than a few firms or ones where I know don't know people. No one cares. They look at your resume and then they forget. They don't even know you. There's nothing wrong with applying to a firm. The ego that attorneys have is freaking insane. I don't understand why people care about people knowing they applied to a firm. I mean, the law firms just look at the resume and either it works for them and they have the work or it doesn't. So this guy said I wouldn't want to put himself out there. And I was 100% right. And I was speaking to a big partner there a couple of weeks later. And they said, we don't care what kind of real estate attorney we hire because we have so much work. We just need someone with a lot of experience. And a few weeks later, the, the firm hired someone from another small Detroit firm at $290,000 a year, which is a lot of money in Detroit and without any business. And at some points in time, firms have a lot of business. At other points, they don't. And to find a healthy firm is very important if you don't have any business. It may be that New York is slow. It may be that Los Angeles is slow in your practice area. Fine. But there's also going to be lots of firms in that market that you can apply to. If you're in Los Angeles, there's 5,000 plus good firms. The numbers are staggering. And it's ridiculous to say that not all these firms have work because a lot of them do. And so you have to be, you just some firms have work, others don't. And mo work moves within different markets and cities and in response to economic things that when I say recruiters can see, I have a data scientist working for me full time. This is very complex to see, but I, but at some points in time, like you'll have rural Wisconsin could be booming in family law. Like you could send anybody there from any part of the country. And you just, there's things that happen that are economic forces you just don't know. 
And, and they're very complex. I've had a data scientist at our company working on a matter, a pretty simple matter, like for three weeks and still doesn't have a solution. But there's a lot of things that happen. And patent prosecution is a lot of times active and is always traditionally, it's not as much anymore, but it has been very, patent prosecutors, electrical engineers and computer scientists, always very active in the Bay Area. Then I see people getting laid off in markets like Chicago or other parts in the Midwest. And they're like, oh, there's no jobs in the city. I can't find anything. And, and they're, again, they're only looking at a lot of times bigger firms. But if you start looking at other parts of the country, when you get laid off somewhere, you can always go to one part where there are, is a lot of work. And suddenly, I was funny, this is when this was written, there was all a bunch of life sciences openings in New York City, which is something you never saw. And because people do not like to hire, patent is not a popular practice there in New York City because of the rates and other issues. It's more corporate-based. But, but again, at that point in time, there was some cancer drug under development and large firms were involved. I don't know what's going on. But again, there's openings where people in markets that are always good for different practice areas. Life sciences has traditionally been very good in San Diego and Orange County. It's just, and also Boston. So there's different, it's just, you just never know how markets work. So markets, yeah. So just talking about how work moves from firms in different cities, which is just important to understand. So if you feel like you're in a market where there's no work or you're senior, you, there's always work, by the way, for senior attorneys, if you're able to look at other markets and different types of firms, which most people aren't. So biggest thing, and I want to just warn you about this, and this is the biggest misconception of attorneys. So what happens at BCG is my philosophy, by the way, if you're one of my candidates, and I have this philosophy because I know it works, is... I will send you usually jobs first that you're most likely to get because they're job orders and things. But we have these five different types of firms that we send people. And some of them are just like, if you stick with us, we'll send you firms that, of course, don't even have openings, but it doesn't matter because they're good in your practice area. So if you're a senior corporate attorney and you look at, and you're at a big firm and we're sending you 15 or 20 or maybe 100 mid-sized firms, all we're doing is we're saying, Maybe one of these firms has work. Let's find a firm with work. It's pretty simple. It's not, oh, let's spam this person's resume. No, it's we need to find firms that have the work that they need because some of those firms are going to have work and others won't. It's that simple. No one understands this. They think it's like some sort of recruiter scam or something. You have to look at a lot of places in order to get a job. And when I say a lot of places, I'm keep in mind, 5,000 plus law firms in Los Angeles. And then you have Orange County where you have thousands. I mean, you have, there's so many freaking places out there where you can work. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. There's firms and it's ridiculous. And again, there's some markets like New York that, you know, that typically are very difficult to work where if you go to a top law school, if you go to a top law school, that's good. But it's less important than where you've worked now or in the past. And what happens a lot of times when there's a recession, which for I believe that it's just there's definitely something going on in the market. I think it's very bad, to be honest with you. I 
we're still making a lot of placements and things are going very well, but it, I, just the way I see people behaving is not good and economically. And recession work often moves to smaller markets where the legal work is cheaper. And so this is something to understand. So if you're in a big market and you think you're having a hard time finding a job, you're not getting interviews, and you think, oh, there's something wrong with me. I should be depressed and I should be so unhappy. No, you need to work in a market where that's smaller and that where, they're, where they do have work because big companies still have legal work. They just send it to their smaller firms that are cheaper during recession. People are trying to save money. And so that's what you can do. It's important to understand these dynamics. I, most people don't. Most people think it's all about ego. If I'm not getting a job, there's something wrong with me or I'm, my career is over, I need to try something else. No, you need to look at more markets in other places and apply to more places. I just, I don't know how many times to say this to people, but it can save your life and your career. I, again, I, the reason I'm so like fired up about this is I've seen so many people really get messed up by this stuff and uh, meaning divorces and suicides and not a lot of suicides, but just things that are just very tragic, substance abuse and things because they're like, oh, I can't get a job in the largest firms in Los Angeles. No one's having me. I don't know what to do. No, you need to look at more markets and smaller markets. And it's just, wow. And so you need to understand these dynamics. Certain markets like Rochester, New York is a great market. Most of upstate New York is. People, for whatever reason, they think that there's something wrong with accepting a lower salary there, even though the cost of living is three times cheaper than New York City. Corporate law often gets very slow in recessions and there's a few jobs. And litigation actually does get busier. There's just all these kind of dynamics that are going on. And then it's just the way work moves during different economies. Tends to, litigation tends to get more active during recessions and slow down after a while because firm, there's just all these dynamics going on. I don't, real estate gets busy when the interest rates are low, when it gets high. You know, so there's just all these things, dynamics around the country that happen. And there's hundreds of these things. Like you, I could talk about them all day and I don't want to bore you with it. But the idea is that like certain markets like New York will always slow down first, then the Bay Area, weeks, a few weeks are simultaneously. And, and then often the Midwest and Texas later. And it's just things happen when things pick up and then slow down. Washington, D.C. is a great market. You can always, I've never seen it slow down in my entire history of what I've been doing. It's always a good market. And again, work is moving around. Just think cyclically from different places, from city to city. You can always find a job is what I'm saying in a law firm. Anybody can. You just have to be aggressive and apply to a lot of places. And I don't need to talk too much about this dynamic anymore. I just want you to understand just because you can't find work in your current market doesn't mean that there's no work available. You need to look at more markets. You need to do whatever you can and discover work. Now, it's just important to understand this. The firms are dynamic economic systems. They start and grow often many times because of what I'm talking about now is something they typically will, when they start, there's typically someone or a group of people that are leading it. They either, they have some sort of business proposition, our costs are lower, we're doing things differently, we're staffing more leanly, I don't know, we're more aggressive, we can do things they couldn't do with this other firm, we don't want. And, and again, there's all sorts of firms like this starting. There's firms that break off from major firms all the time. And again, this dynamic is important for your success. It's what Quinn Emanuel was. It's what lots of very successful firms that are existing now. They break off from a big firm. They typically grow very aggressively. They make a lot of mistakes. And what some of the mistakes they make are they hire people without business that they make a lot of mistakes, which is a good thing for someone that's looking for a job. I just want you to understand. They hire people very aggressively many times. They, I knew one firm like that that was growing so fast. It hired someone 
that was there for six years. I wasn't even an attorney, but they were holding out to the public as an attorney. And uh, they finally noticed when the person was up for partner and uh, they were getting malpractice insurance. Again, firms hire recklessly and quickly when they're starting. You can get into them if you couldn't normally get in, into like certain large firms. Many times, if you look good on paper, a lot of times they're started and they're poorly managed and bring in a lot of work because of whatever their business proposition is. And they often hire senior people without business because they're overconfident that they continue having to work. So what I'm saying is if you're a senior attorney without business, you can find these types of firms. That's my job is to find them. And, and if, when you find them, you can often get a lot of work. They're great firms to get jobs in and the best recruiters know how to find them. It's very funny. I'll just tell you a quick story. When I was a young recruiter, I was looking at this article about this firm I'd never heard of. And it was just, it wasn't listed anywhere or anything. It was in the Los Angeles Daily Journal. And it was about a firm in San Francisco. And there was a partner there saying something, it was a small firm saying something like, I've never, in 30 years of practice, I've never seen so much work. And this is an avalanche that we can't handle or something like that. So I immediately sent like all these people there. I sent a partner that had been not worked in 10 years because he'd found someone had found out he'd been married to two women and had a cocaine problem. I don't know, maybe five years he hadn't worked. I sent a woman that just all these people that couldn't get jobs and the law firm hired all of them and it was great. And these are people, so they, there's, you need to find things like that. And these types of firms that are growing and starting and, and, and that, that don't have professional management because they will make mistakes and, and it's an opportunity for you to come in and, and get hired a place where you normally wouldn't. And a lot of times these firms merge. So these people that got hired at the firm I, I brought up earlier, they it, it became part of a huge firm. I don't know what firm it was, but I don't even remember, but Holland and Knight or something of it. You get the idea. So the point is as a firm gets more mature, it's harder to get into them. Your big firms and your very prestigious firms like Morrison and Forrester and stuff are going to look at you very carefully before bringing you in. Whereas a lot of times these smaller firms that are very busy will look outside the box and bring people in. I was working recently with an attorney from the Department of Justice that had spent 10 years at a major firm and was about 10 years out of law school. And he worked directly with one of the most influential attorneys in the Justice Department, someone you know very well known. And he graduated at the top of his class from Stanford Law School and had a kind of an incredible record. And I sent him to a major firm in Washington, D.C. that did the exact same sort of work this did. And the attorney did. And I received a call from an administrator um, they basically said, this is a big firm, like a famous, well-known firm that hires a lot of people. And they said, I've been told to reject all attorneys with more than six years of experience with no business. This is someone, blanket policy, no exceptions. I contacted a partner I knew at the firm and the partner said, I agree, it's stupid not to talk to this person, but that's our policy. You just have to be, big firms have these types of policies and smaller firms don't have policies yet. And they just think about a, a small company starting without rules and things and and all the mistakes they make as they become a big company. So many times you're going to succeed when you find smaller firms and places that other people don't know about. And, and an attorney that you know needs to find a firm that is growing is not settled in if they hope to get in a new firm without business. That means you find uh, some of these upstart firms where people are breaking off or they love to use your background and say, oh, we've got an attorney that came from Morrison and Forrester. And went to law school, whatever. But And then they hold that out to their clients, like they have all these great people because they it makes them look better and they can use the senior attorney. So I'm just telling you, I, I don't know how else to say this, but 
anybody can find another job, law firm job, even if you're senior. Most people do not trust the recruiting system to do it for them. I have other services like BCG reverse recruiting, where you can hire us to apply to those as you, if you don't want to use a recruiter, I don't care how you do it, or you can do it yourself and find these firms, but you need to find a healthy law firm if you're senior without business. And I personally believe it's fairly easy to do because this is how, this is what I do for a living. And I've been doing it for 25 years. There's so many freaking opportunities out there and, and so many firms, there's upstart firms, there's, wow, firms in other markets that are established and new people. I've seen things like firms in Idaho are just hiring 20 year attorneys without business because the person it's just you have to look at a lot of places the most famous story i can tell you and again i don't want to keep talking about it but with the most common story that i see is i have a lot of patent attorneys and so patent attorneys may say i deal with refractor refraction lenses that how they react to laser it'll have some sort of expertise that you know that you and i wouldn't really know what it is but i'll just search our database to see if any firms have ever had jobs for attorneys that have worked with refraction lasers and lenses or something. And if I find one, I'll have, sometimes I'll have a partner might be in, I had one that I remember that was in Colorado and this experience and had been looking for a job for three years and not a single interview and found a firm that did that in Texas. And I'd never even been to Texas, but suddenly 70 years old, moving to or 68 years old, moving to San Antonio, it's crazy. There's always opportunities for people. So I just want you to make sure you understand that if you're frustrated by the fact that you don't have a position and you're senior, you just need to apply to a lot of places and look at a lot of markets and don't worry about your brand or whatever, applying to a lot of places. You, you, the point of applying to a lot of places is finding people would work. And then preferably you're finding new firms that are starting that are going to make uh, anyway. The other thing you can do is find an advocate inside your firm with a lot of business. This is the dumbest thing any attorney can do inside of a firm. And I hope this piece of advice alone can save your career. So the dumbest thing you can do as an attorney is to, to not to work for partners with a lot of business. Now, you can certainly work for people to get your hours up. But if someone you're working for someone with a lot of business, you should do whatever they ask you to do. If they ask you to shine their shoes and take their shoes to get shined, you should say, yes, sir, and do whatever you freaking can to to impress them. If they ask you to walk their dog, you should do it and not complain and do the best job you can walking their dog. I don't care. Like I you have to get rid of your ego. I had one of my first jobs I was working for a federal judge and I realized that his mail came in that he couldn't get mail at home but came into the post office and they would because our office was in the in a post office building the chambers but would come in at seven in the morning because they would they would get it and they would put it upstairs in the clerk's office and and I don't know how I figured this out and and then and then he would have to walk up there and pick it up at nine o'clock or whenever he came in. I got into work every day at seven, so I would go and I would go grab his freaking mail and put it on his desk first thing in the morning because I wanted to save him that trip. I wasn't asked to do that. I did it automatically because I wanted to kiss his ass. He's a person I've been working for. There's nothing wrong with this. You should be anybody. He had my future in his hand. He could have called firms and gotten me jobs. That's what I did. People that with a lot of business and power can make your career if you do good work for them. You need to find people in your firm with business and you need to kiss their ass. I'm sorry, but that you are not an employee until... You are an employee, you are a soldier, and you need to get favor of people that have business. They can save your career. If you have an advocate, someone with a lot of business, they can make you partner. They can, and they can keep you as a partner and keep giving you work. 
Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. I know stories of people in firms that where there was a class of 15 people or something that could have been up for partner. An attorney goes to trial with, a, with, with the biggest rainmaker in the firm and decides that he's going to do nothing but do the best freaking job he can during this trial, which is like a week or two or a couple of weeks in some city, including picking this guy's breakfast and coffee up and whatever, and and basically working all night, having everything ready for him in the morning, doing making sure that everything is... And then sure enough, when it comes to make partner, he's the only one that makes partner. And it's because of this person that he'd never worked for before, but did an incredible job and kissed his ass during the trial, stuck out, wanted him as partner. So I have seen more attorneys than I can count make partner due to the relationship with another partner with a lot of business. And this is something that you need to do. You need to work with partners with business. Now, that's not to say you should be mean to partners without business because they, you can actually work for them and you're better off making your mistakes with them than you are with the partners with business. But when you start working with these partners with business, you need to, do, you need to be the right-hand person. In every big law firm in the country, there are partners there that do nothing but work for more powerful partners with business. There are lots of them. This is a way to employment security. You would be, and you can have a career, even though there's a lot of instability working for people without business, you can have a career working for a partner with a lot of business. Again, I've seen more attorneys than I have, than I can count not make partner and lose their jobs due to the absence of these relationships. They only realize it later. I, like one guy I was talking to was at a big firm and he'd build one of these things, 25 to 2,800 hours. It was a very good work, but said, yeah, I got to the point where I could have made partner. And I realized that I hadn't built enough. I didn't have anybody out there with business that could sponsor me and all the people that could have sponsored. This is huge stuff, ladies and men. Like This is like extremely important. Like You need to get business and you need to work with people that have work because they can make or break your career. They, If a partner with a lot of business supports you, that's huge. That means you're going to be in a position where you're able to get a job and where you're able to stay employed. They're not going to want to lose you. If you're the right hand, if you're working for someone with seven or eight million dollars in business or 10 or 20, and that person needs you and you understand them and have good relationship with their clients, they're not going to let the firm mess with you. They're not going to say, let this person go because they don't have any business. You've got a protector and you're in great shape. I mean, if you don't mind not having business, that's great. And, and so the, the law firms are, again, I told you at the beginning of this presentation that the most important thing is law firm is the attorneys with business inside of a law firm. It's, all, it's what makes the whole system tick. So if you're close with someone like that, law firms never want to piss off a partner with a lot of business if they can help it. They need their work and the money the partners generate. And these are the people you need to work for. You need to be loyal and impressed. You need to be 
like all over them. Like the best fucking employee, you need to get there before work, before they get there. You need to be there after. You need to anticipate their needs. You need to, to do everything you possibly can to make them look good. You need to talk positively about them publicly. You need to never say anything bad about them. You need to support them when they make mistakes. You need to look out for them if people are out to hurting them. You need, these are, this is the game, man. It's, it, this is what it's all about. So I really, I don't know what else to say, but I'm not saying you need to be a sycophant and actually walk a dog, but you need to show as much respect and for these people as you can. You need to make them feel good about themselves. Who in your life, by the way, is looking out for you? Again, a lot of times people look at their lives and, and who's looking out for you? And if anybody's really looking out for you, it's probably a parent or a spouse or a relative or something that always has your back. Those people like will be with you for the rest of your life. And this is what people gravitate towards naturally. People want to be around people that are actually really looking out for them. And, and if you do that for someone, you're going to have their loyalty. So many people decide, oh, I'm going to be on the side of negativity. I'm going to be on the side of asking for raises. I'm going to be on the side of being unhappy about my bonus. I'm going to be on the side of talking about people. I'm going to be on the side of going on these blog sites and saying negative things. No, that's not going to get you anywhere. You need to be the best possible person you can for someone that has business. You need to never say anything negative about them. You need to show them respect and work even harder than they do and have their back. Who's got your back? And if someone really does, that person means everything to you. And that's what partners are like too. You need to be seen as indispensable to these types of people. And if you are, they're going to feel that you're 100% needed and that they can't imagine life without you. I've seen partners, by the way, where I've said something about the firm that might have come across as a little negative to them or something to have these huge books of business, $10, 15000000 million. And, and the, these partners, when they have people close to them that are got their back, they were very defensive. They will do what, I mean, they will jump down your throat and they will destroy people. Not destroy, but if anybody's messing with it, this is, you need advocates on your side. And if you have really good advocates and that person really does is a real superstar of the partner, you're always going to be safe. They'll take you from firm to firm, mostly make sure you survive no matter what. I can think of countless, meaning I could sit here for days and tell you about people that got to where they got to because of that. I know people that are, uh, when I say millionaires, I mean 10, 20, 30 million dollars in the bank and retire and even in their 40s because they these working with these people and never had any business. This is incredibly important. It's not about your ego. This is about survival. Your career is about survival. So you don't survive when you're on the side of negativity. You don't survive when you're not working for people that don't have any business. You're not surviving when you're only doing, I'm interested in doing this type of work. Okay, fine. You want to do entertainment law in a big firm and I don't know, but if, if the work you're doing is important, what is important, everyone, so you understand, is having business. If you don't have any business, working in a firm with work or um, working for someone with work. And it doesn't matter the practice area. If you're close with someone like that's protection, that gives you protection to support your family, to retire if you want to when you're in the future, to do all these things. But you need to work with people with a lot of business. And they'll also show you how to get business maybe. But you need a mentor and you need to get advice. I'm your mentor, but I'm not doing the work to do the work. You need to watch other people and absorb this through osmosis. And, and you're going to pick up more than you realize from their mannerisms to how they talk to clients to... And this is all going to help you when you start looking at clients because you'll understand the dynamics and how it's done at a high level. And you'll model that and have 
So these are the people you need to be around. You need to spend your time with winners and not losers. And frankly, in every law firm, there are partners that are winners and there are partners that are losers. There are partners that are unhappy, they're talking negatively about the firm and they think the system is bad, that feel beat up. And there's partners that are on top of things. These are the people you need to be spending your time with and learning from. It doesn't mean you have to have a negative attitude towards the partners that are losers. But when I say losers, not happy, not doing well, negative. And I know people in their mid-60s that have been working for the same partners that are in their 80s for their entire careers. They're rich. They've made huge incomes. And when you work for people with a lot of business, they're going to take pride in taking care of you and helping you. And that's just how it works. Those people will help you. And, and this is how you need to spend your time. Apologies for talking to so much passion about this, but you need to really be very careful about who you work for. None of this is about your ego. None of this is about saying, oh, I like this person. They're my friend. If they don't have any business, you need to be careful. None of this is about saying, oh, I want to do this type of work. No, you need to protect yourself and you need to look out for your career and your future. And this is the only way to do it. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com. 